Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. It's time for the Roundtable with Round Daddy. Hey, Round Daddy. The Roundtable with Round Daddy. Me, James Strebel, Big Daddy. With your host, James Strebel. Hey, Round Daddy, James Strebel. Gotcha. On ESPN 680 and 105.7. I did want to stop you almost because like half a second in, I'm like, she's she's making it now. No, it's officially no. you were now big mess. No, like, I'm not. Well, because no. everyone's going to do it now. <laughs> no. I didn't want to be called no. Furman for the I first time. I exercised that. Yeah, he was Furman. You were Furman? I tried to explain how to say my freaking name. So Andy being lazy, do not even give me a good nickname, said Furman because I was like, so furrow. So like fur. fur. They're like, so fur. Yeah. fur. And it was the laziest nickname fur of man. all time that I've had. I've had a lot of nicknames. That's <laughs> Listen, let me tell you. Anna didn't like Big Miss at first. I think she kind of warmed up to it. You know what I mean? Like she she doesn't she doesn't mind it as much as she did when we first. Uh, I didn't actually. I don't want to say we because that was all that was all you, Sofro. Big all Miss. Right. <laughs> yeah. Big miss. <laughs> All right, it's the round table here on ESP 680 We got Max God being here with me, James Black, 27 area locations, walk in, drive through delivery. That's Cox's and Evergreen Liquors. That's Louisville's go to liquor store. And that's if you look, whatever you're doing, hey, it's those winter months, those long winter months. I don't think January is ever going to end as I look out the window and it's still gray outside. I can't remember. I feel like Kid Rock. I haven't seen the sunshine in three damn days. Actually, it's been like three damn weeks. I haven't seen the sunshine, so it's it, you know to, to 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 give you something to do, or you know if you're stuck inside, go to Cox Evergreen Liquors. They get your wine, your beer, your mixers, and more. Throw a party, do something uh, to get yourself in a better mood because this weather ain't doing it. Louisville's go-to liquor store, and don't forget every Wednesday they had the three buy three cigars, get one free. Buy three cigars, get one free, uh, and, and and that's every single Wednesday. It doesn't have to be Derby or. Christmas. Christmas or Thanksgiving every Wednesday. Cox'sLouisville.com. We always appreciate them. Hey, we got the Tailspin Elfest coming up soon here, Max. And starting next week, uh, we're going to start having some guests on here from breweries uh, that'll be out at the Tailspin Elfest. I believe our first one's next Thursday. Yeah, the 8th, if I'm not. Yeah, the 8th, I'm not mistaken there. Uh, they're going to come in and start uh, telling us what kind of beers are going to be out there for the Tailspin Elfest, what you can expect, uh, anything special, releases, things like that. Usually they bring a little sampling in here, which I absolutely love and adore. Uh, Texter, did I miss you? talking about Goodman. No, because I don't I don't know exactly what's happened with Jeff Goodman here. Uh, This is something I got to do a little more research on. I haven't been able to really from what I understand, and, and, this, and this is the roundtable, 437 UPS Jobs text line. Uh, we'll talk more Kentucky basketball, Louisville basketball, all that good stuff. Um, this, this, oh, oh boy. Oh, man. Oh, Max. Oh, boy. What? Okay, so oh, before no. I can jump into the Jeff Goodman stuff. Oh, no. Okay, it's, it doesn't affect us, thankfully. 
So there's this split right now with Louisville fans, specifically Mark Blankenbaker and the people here on 93.9. James, I, I, James, can you get on this conversation? Because you're important. You're a, you're a Louisville fan representative. And I don't know if you know what's going on now. So yesterday, Mark Blankenbaker and Mark Ennis got into a little uh, a Twitter debate. It wasn't an argument. It was a debate about Chris Beard. And as we know, he had a he had an incident at Texas where there were some uh, abuse allegations. He was arrested. Right. Charges were dropped. He gets fired. He's now at Ole Miss. Mark Blankenbaker wants he wants Chris Beard more than anybody. Like he tweets he tweets Chris Beard stuff all the time. I just saw this. I just saw this tweet from Taylor Lynch. Thank you at Mark Ennis and at Biggest Biscuit for having this conversation. We don't need Beard here. So now, so now change black. There seems to be a schism here in the studio between the Beard supporter, blank, and the non-Beard supporters. So far, I just identified three of them. Taylor Lynch, Mark Ennis, and Dave's Biggest Biscuit Skull. James, as our UofL fan representative, where do you land on this conversation? I mean, why are you bringing me in on this? I mean, <laughs> are you pro-Beard or like, anti-Beard? This, like, this is like Republican or Democrat. I'm not going to choose either one. You know? <laughs> You're an am- I'm team both Marks, and I'm thinking if we get Chris Beard, everyone will be happy if he wins, and if we don't get him, everyone will be happy if we win. So. <laughs> okay, I just I to use our, our mobile fan ambassador. In the words of Anna, I'm coy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being coy. All right, Max, what do you think about all this? It's like the Louisville Avengers Civil War. It's kind of, it's kind of fun to. Is it nice, Strebel, that you know, for UK fans at least, UK at least for us, since you know we're the only two UK fans here besides Anna. Oh, oh, so that's okay. So Blankenbaker now has someone on his side. Okay, Sofro, Sofro is Team Blankenbaker. Okay, Ooh. all right, all right. Okay, now see, I gotta, I gotta get all so this straight. It, he says all in on on Team Beard. He's hashtag Team Blank. Okay, so if it's Blank versus Enos on this, yes. So which one's Iron Man and which one's Captain America? Ooh, that's a great wow. I feel like Blank is Iron Man. I can see him as Iron Man just yes. because of just, you know, the finer things of life. <laughs> the fi- yeah, the finer thing cuz you're exactly right. He he was rich, you know, and Tony Stark is rich. He's a billionaire. Uh he 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 he, he doesn't slum it down at White Castle. Right. You know, he's he's eating steak and lobster every night or whatever he wants. He's a private chef. Yeah, I think you're right about that. It, it, I feel like Blank if he had the ability to create a robotic iron cardinal suit. <laughs> if he had the finances for it, he, he would, would do it. Oh, he absolutely. Oh, he would do it. So He'd be flying around Louisville in that damn thing. You're damn right. <laughs> so he's he's Iron Man. Mark Enos is Captain America. Okay, we'll we'll call him Cap Captain Louisville. Bur- What's the Captain Louis? Is Captain that, Louis? That's the yeah, Louis the, the Cardinal. Captain yep, so Louis. He's Captain Louis. I like that. Okay. Sofro is oh. Let's see. Who would Sofro be? I'm sorry. Since he's on Blake's who is, team. Who is Sofro? Was it America Civil? Because uh, was it uh, so he's not I, Spider-Man? I don't want to see him in a Spider-Man suit. No. So he's I, definitely I not he's, Spider-Man. I, he's not Spider-Man. He's not Spider-Man. <laughs> who, is also on, who is also on uh Iron Man's team? He I'm well It's been not, so long since I've seen this movie. I haven't seen Civil War in a long time. Who's was the, it Vision? Vision. Vision. He could be, be Vision. He'd be a good Vision. He would be. Yeah, see, so he, he'd be he, Vision. Because he has, you know, 
glasses. Yeah, he has glasses and he has vision. Vision. Yeah. Now, I'd say Biggest Biscuit is, uh, what's that? Was We're, Thor on his side? No, Thor, remember Thor, Thor wasn't there. Oh, he wasn't there. Thor wasn't there. He was there. chilling. He was so, in his own movie. He, he could be uh, 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 the Winter Soldier. Is is Biscuit Team Enos then? Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's the Winter Soldier. He could, yeah, I would say Winter Soldier, or I could see him as Black Panther also. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, have, have him some claws, some claws, some biscuit claws, <laughs> biscuit, some biscuit claws. claws. I'd like that. Now, what about Taylor Taylor Lynch? He's he's kind of a pretty boy. Taylor Lynch is. He can he, sing. He's got great hair. He's young. He's got a young bride. He's like a pretty boy. Who, who's a, he, Hawkeye? He's kind of a pretty boy. Yeah. Max, sorry about this. Uh oh. Oh, it's what? blank first Enos on this. Yes. <laughs> Let me mark Ennis, but it's okay. <laughs> It's blank first Enos on this. Ah! Yes. I meant Ennis. He meant Ennis. I meant his heart was in the right place, Jason. Dyslexic like no other today. <laughs> you're you're having a rough day Red speaking. Day I not am going to stop you. It, it's, <laughs> it's because it's studio after dark right now. It's dark outside. It's dark you, outside. You, 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 you won't turn the lights on in here. I didn't know we were that financially in trouble since we can't even have lights on inside the studio. Well, we can't. You kind of put me to sleep a little yeah, bit. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to. Do you turn those on if you want? Oh, no. I mean, I don't, I don't want to change the mood in here. Okay. Like, it, it's it's got well, a calming mood. I'm just mispronouncing stuff. It's getting close to Valentine's Day, so I'm, I'm setting the D- mood. Stop. I'm Enos just, on. Stop. <laughs> so that Mark so, Ennis versus Blankenbaker. Yeah, so I think this Mark, is, I know how to say your name. So we've got Justice Sofro is the only one we have for sure. So I need to I think Drew Diener is also on Blank's team. I think he's team blank. Who is? Drew Diener. I think he's team Ooh. Blankenbaker. I think um I don't rummage and maybe, but I don't know. I think they're they're KP, they're not KP ride or die, but they're they're not they're not going to throw KP out with the bathwater right now. I think uh, Phil Phil Baker. I think Phil Baker will be Team Ennis. I think uh, Sofra will be Hawkeye because he doesn't have any real power. <laughs> <laughs> He's just really good at his bow and arrow. He's just very good. But I just, I just I, this is something to monitor. This is something to watch. So I, I, I'm very interested where this is going to go from here. So we're going to keep monitoring this as as the days. I got to go back and listen now to to, to Ennis's uh, his rant here after the show. All right. Now apparently there's something going on with the field of 68's Jeff Goodman. I don't really understand what's going on, but he apparently this. <laughs> this DePaul, this like a DePaul, yeah, DePaul University Minister of Counterculture, the Blue Demon Degenerate is, is the name of this Twitter handle. Okay, the Blue Demon Degenerate. Apparently, this this Blue Demon Degenerate wanted to make a documentary, Max, on Ed Cooley returning to Providence this weekend. Okay, he made a uh, at Big East Films Divine Providence film. It says that now that the Big East has suspended the account on Twitter and X, the series has been canceled and i feel comfortable in saying all this stuff so he talks about how he got canceled and that jeff goodman was one of the people <laughs> that that basically wanted him to be sued or, or had the had the video removed so jeff goodman actually climbed this dude's dms and this guy he made them all public okay so it says here this is from jeff goodman told you you'll be getting sued the blue demon degenerate responds is your source rob doster Goodman, nah, my source is damn good though. You honestly might lose a lot of money for this. I don't think you will serve time though. <laughs> Blue degenerate Blue Demon Degenerate responds, got it. Are you team shirts or team Wade? I'm not sure what that's in reference to. Then Jeff Goodman responds to him, How do you look in orange? 
<laughs> and then the guy said, which is it? You should hire a writer for this kind of thing. Goodman, I am just making sure in case. Honestly, can't believe you produced that. And then the, the Goodman says, in the off season, when I have time, I will track down who you are. <laughs> you are a bad human being. So Jeff Goodman is getting crushed right now for going after the, whoever this is. This blue, the blue demon degenerate Jeff Goodman is trying to get him fired or, or put in jail. I mean, he's trying. He's basically trying to get the guy jailed. So again, I don't know what the entire. Uh, okay, Rob Dosper zinged him. You should be more focused on hiring an attorney. I, I got. I got to look. I got to do more research on this. You know how much I'd love to uh, to crush Jeff Goodman, but I can't sit here in good conscience and, and crush him and not know exactly what's going on. But th- th- this is this is awesome. This guy, Blue Demon, uh, I'm sorry, Blue Demon Degen, D E O Degenerate, yeah, that he put this out there. Jason Ince is responding. He's entered the fray here online, Max, which is really really funny. Uh, good for you, Jason Ince. So I'll get more. I'll get more into that. Uh, Texter Sofro is Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, Sulfur would like to meet Black Widow, I'm sure, but you know, yes. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson. I mean, come on, I mean, come on, yeah, yeah. Uh, Texter, uh, let's see here. Uh, Dieter said earlier he's Team Richard Patino. No, 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 no. No, you can't. No, no, you. No, can't. you're not going to go get the Great Value brand. No, of Rick Patino. <laughs> You've got. It. I'm not reading that. Texter, uh, Sofro is Ant Man. Ant Man, due to nobody really likes him, but they need him <laughs> texture blank is hawkeye no special powers or talents just writing on everyone's coattails oh, <laughs> texture max keeps saying enos isn't it mark ennis <laughs> we've addressed we've, we've established yes we've we, established we, we fixed that and max all, is tired yes max is max is look max is very very busy I, max max gave me the lowdown of what's going on right now and i'm like oh man so he's <laughs> he's a busy man right I, now so give max a break today. again i for the ten thousandth time Mark Ennis, I am sorry that I mispronounced your name. We'll make sure I, to cut that th- sound to get it to him. Exactly. <laughs> and Mark knows you know how to say his name. It's just, you know, it's just well, apparently a- he does. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, no, no one thinks I do. All right, a couple things here uh, real quick before we get to our final break uh, of, of the show. Um, big week for Kentucky, Max, as they have two massive home games. Uh, Wednesday night, 8.30, they play Florida. And then Saturday, they have a banger of a game. They play Tennessee at 8.30 p.m. That's going to be huge. It's going to be Kentucky's next quad four, or sorry, quad one opportunity. Kentucky's the only team left in the country. Uh, I read this, uh, read this on Twitter. The only team left in the country with as many quad one opportunities left as they do because they have they play tennessee twice they play auburn and they play alabama so that's four more chances for kentucky to booster their quad one win opportunities okay so uh as as john calipari continues to work things out with his rotation and with guys florida's not that look florida florida's a game they're gonna need to come and play 8 p.m on on wednesday night it's a game they got to come in ready to go i'm not as worried about florida florida we've seen lose multiple times since kentucky beat them on the road tennessee's the big one max this is the heavyweight bout of the sec right now kentucky versus tennessee because auburn has been losing left and right uh, they, they they cannot win a quad one uh game to to flailing. save their lives flailing they, they, great yeah you're great right they're they're, they're now they're five and two in the conference so is kentucky but here's the problem with auburn Every time they get presented a chance to win against a big team, they lose. They lost to Alabama 79-75, and they lost to Mississippi State 
64-58. A team Kentucky handled pretty well, but but they 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 they're the only team in the top twenty that doesn't have a quad one win. So they're flailing right now. I feel like this is a game, and Alabama is like up and coming. Like they're they're starting to charge toward the front. If you look at the SEC standings right now, Max, on top of the standings, you have Alabama. They're six and one in the conference. Tennessee's five and one. Then in the middle, you have Kentucky, Auburn, and South Carolina, all at five and two. This is an opportunity for to Kentucky to jump to the second position there in the SEC. And let me see who Alabama has th- uh, this week as well, because that's a, that's a big talking point. Uh, let's see, Alabama has do 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 do. They have Georgia and Mississippi State, so they should win both of those games. So this is for Kentucky to try to get possession of that second place uh, uh, rank in the SEC this week. One hundred percent and. Not only that, this is a big. We we were talking about momentum. This would be a massive momentum driver for Kentucky. Yeah, and if you don't, you're basically going to be riding Tennessee's uh, coattails for the. There I am again, mispronouncing words. (laughs) You're all right. Curtails, curtails, coattails. (laughs) They're coattails. All the way into the SEC tournament. Yeah, no, they need to start. They need, they need this game because Dalton Connect is a beast. He's nineteen and a half points per game. Very similar uh, numbers to Antonio Reeves. They're gonna. They're, this is the first year that Tennessee has had an offense that's explosive, kind of like Kentucky. They're, they're, they're both of the like John Calipari and Rick Barnes are in the, from the same school of basketball. Play hard nosed, tough defense offense slow pace of the game let your defense win the basketball game this is the first year they both had this like deadly type of offense so that's going to be a hell of a fun game and then you have tennessee has south carolina uh at home before they play kentucky so south carolina again pretty good basketball team we can see what they're all about but but so far tennessee has been really really good in the sec they beat alabama by 20 91 to 71 uh that's alabama's only loss in the conference so far so this is a big time heavyweight bout for kentucky and if kentucky can win both of these games specifically the tennessee game on saturday that sets up to where okay now you start your run now, John Calipari, you get stuff together because the most difficult gains of the schedule for the conference are still left ahead of them. This is just the start for the most difficult games. Saturday, they still have Alabama. They still have Auburn. They have Gonzaga came in, coming in here in a couple weeks in a, in a non-conference game in the middle of the season. That's going to be a lot of fun. This is Kentucky's opportunity. So I, I like their chances. I like, I like where they are now. Another team that's flailing. You mentioned flailing. Kansas, they lost. I mean, they lost. I think yes. twi- twice last week. They lost on Saturday, and they they've gone from everybody's like kind of like okay, shoe in for the Final Four to we don't know if they're going to win the Big Twelve. Like right now, Houston, they're in the driver's seat in that conference, and they should be, and they're they're ranked like fourth in the country uh, or, or whatever they are. But but Kansas basketball, and this is this is goes back to the point where they don't have enough shooters and they don't have enough guys. I mean, they lost. Let's see, they've lost against West Virginia. Uh, Central Florida and Iowa State on the Big Twelve. It's it's Max is basically unheard of that Kansas has this many conference losses at the beginning of the season. It this never happens. They always win the Big Twelve, and right now they're sitting uh, behind Texas Tech at the top of the conference at five and one. Houston five and two. Iowa State five and two, and then Kansas sitting there four and three with TCU and Kansas State. So it's it's pretty crazy that Kansas is here right now. It really is, but it also speaks to kind of how college basketball is this year also yeah there is not there is not a real clear-cut 
number one right now, at least in the in the top five. I mean, it seems to be just going back and forth. You can throw whole, them all in the hat, really. Exactly. All those teams. I agree with that. Yeah, it's because Purdue's, they've slipped up. They've lost a, they lost a Northwestern. Like, who gives a – like, Northwestern stinks. They've lost some – they lost to Nebraska. They've lost some pretty big games, too, On all, again, all on the road. These What's uh, really shown – is Lachlan McLean always had this saying, Max? It's not hard to win on the road. He, he made this a big deal. Like it's, it's it, the people play it up too much. Road teams, the best road teams, are losing against some teams they shouldn't have any business losing to. Yes, Kentucky shouldn't have. Had, there's no business. They, there's no reason they should have lost South Carolina. None. They, they get beat by 17. And someone that played on the road actually in the SEC in football. How much more difficult is it really to play on the road than it is playing at home? It is extremely difficult. Yeah. Extremely difficult. See, like, I wish Lachlan McLean was in here right now to hear that. Lachlan, it's extremely difficult. <laughs> I mean, it's you, everything that you're used to and everything from a from a routine standpoint, everything is thrown completely out the window. Mm-hmm. You're not in the same hotel that you're usually in. You're not wearing the same if you're if you really if you really love the away jersey, how the away jersey feels, or the home, home jersey, jersey, how the home jersey feels. Eh, well, you're in the white one. Yeah. Um, you're used to having, you know, at least a shoulder width locker. Eh, now you've got a half, basically half of your body. You're in the visitor's in locker room now. Yeah. yeah. You like stalls? There's no stalls in a guest <laughs> locker room. You're, you're, right. you're usually having to use the bathroom while other people are watching. Like, <laughs> it, 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 when you talk about bare minimums. What do you mean other people are watching? Like literally Mississippi, I think it was Mississippi State. It was there, there or Missouri. Yeah, like there was no stalls like to go use the bathroom. So like were, they didn't have stalls. No stalls. It's like prison so, rules, so man. If, so if you wanted to go to the bathroom, you're just out. If you, the, if you want to go number two, hold on, a everyone. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Hold what? Back, back up. Okay, I'm stunned at this. At Division One University in the SEC, there's a bathroom. That doesn't have stalls. How many toilets did they have in there? I think it was only one or two. They had like one toilet? That's not abnormal. That's not abnormal. I think our home, at least back in the day, our home locker room, I think only had two or three stalls. Really? Two or three stalls. I mean, not usually if you're if you're like, you're doing that in the hotel beforehand, usually. But sometimes emergencies happen. I mean, that's why you have three stalls. But I thought with that many, but guys are gross. Guys are good. Yes. Like with that many we're, dudes. We're not, but we're, again, we're not talking about the home locker rooms. We're talking about the guest locker rooms. I know. Rooms. You want it to you be, want it to be uncomfortable. uncomfortable. I, I get it. That's almost inhumane. That's like against the Geneva Conventions. Uh, that That's like that. If I was if I was the rest of the SEC, like if I was Mitch Barnhart, I would get the other ads together and like tell Sankey, like Sankey, you got to do something. About that. They're forcing guys to go to the bathroom with no walls. Like this is this isn't this this isn't this is like it's it's like this isn't communist China. This is like we're in America. You know what, what the hell? You, even even if it is Mississippi, still <laughs> Mississippi State. So let's not throw slander at Ole Miss. I don't know what Ole Miss is. I know. I would just. It was a, it was a, it was slander at the state of Mississippi as a whole. Oh, okay, well that's fine. They're lower than us in everything. Thank you, Mississippi. <laughs> but when it when it comes to when it comes to a guest locker room, as soon as you start saying this is inhumane, yeah, that's when everyone else starts. That's when the SEC goes. Okay, what's in your locker room then? 
And they come and they, well, at least, okay, we'll shut up about it. At least you could, okay, uh, fair enough. I agree. You don't want to expose what the deficiency of your your guest locker room. Of course, Kentucky, though, has like one of the nicest guest locker rooms. I'm sure it's great. (laughs) I'm sure it's great. I'm sure it has more than one stall. I'm sure you have walls. You could go to the bathroom in peace. You you know, Arkansas, fantastic guest locker room. See, so, so you're telling me that it is feasible. It can happen. LSU, awful. Tennessee, awful. Florida, dumpster. Uh, Vandy, I bet Vandy's the worst. Oh, gosh, awful. Louisville's not terrible. Okay. It's it's uncomfortable, but it's not bad. It almost seems like, except for Vandy, of course, it almost seems like the teams that are better at football have the worst guest locker rooms. Because you said LSU, Florida... Uh, forget you forget though Arkansas. We played them the year after. Uh, yeah, I think it was the year after Bobby Petrino was gone. So they Arkansas was at their height. And they're then on the John, come up. Yeah, and then yeah. John, well, well, they were coming down because John oh, Smith right, had taken right. over. They were going two and ten. Yeah, with John L. Point. Smith. But I mean, LSU's got no excuse. They have all the money in the world. They got all the boosters. They they brag about all the boosters. Well, they, they did had. spend one point five million for a tiger. For his exactly for yes. his house yeah exactly they don't million have enough money half. for the but you <laughs> can't you can't have a nice guest bathroom I mean that, that that's all I'm like I just I'm a very private person I, I like that's that's a fear of mine privacy in in a college locker room kind of goes completely out of the well, way. Well, I, I, I know, but there are like certain things that like you, like that's why I could never go to prison. Like there's multiple reasons why I could never go to prison. I, I, it's like, it's not the environment I don't me. think you would last in prison. I don't think that's I would either. That's just a hunch. This is a hunch. I don't, I don't think I'd last very long. I would have to go in there and take the, take the tact of like, you'll go to the, like the meanest, biggest dude and just start fighting him. So people think you're crazy. Like I'd have to like, just people would have to think I'm nuts. Like that's the only way I'm getting through in prison. Because I, like, like the, the, with the your fight. glasses and your comb fly. over. Yeah. Hey there, big fella. Exactly. I'm going to fight you. I don't have any tattoos. I don't have anything like that. I, I, yeah, I comb over my glasses. I'd have to get like a mohawk. I had to get piercings. I'd have to get tattoos. I'd have to like, I'd have to like, like make myself look tougher than I am, so that when I do go to prison, like at least I give the the uh, the illusion that I might actually be a, like a, a bad dude. But like, like sharing the, the, a cell with someone, and you have to go. Like, I, I see that on TV, and I cringe every time. Is I, I, I couldn't do it. I, 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 like, I, I can't get over the Mississippi State has a bathroom like that. It bothers me. Mississippi State or Missouri. I can't remember which one. Either one. The shame on them. Like, shame on you. It's it's unsanitary. Ugh. I mean, Ugh. It's, not, it's not unsanitary. Well, yeah, it is. You're out in the open. The stuff floats around. You don't know what's going on. You, th- you think the walls are going to stop stuff? Well, you know, I don't know. I, I, look, I don't. I don't know what. I don't, I don't know what it looks like. I, I just. It just. It, it bothers me. Man, it just, it really does. Texture uh, is Ennis Captain America. We can shorten it to Cap Ennis. <laughs> Texture Strebel sounds like Will Ferrell in the movie Get Hard. I know I do. Look, I watched that movie and I thought I would have to actually do this. Like I had to hire somebody like to toughen me up. Uh, Texture, wasn't there a school recently that claimed the guest locker room didn't ha- even have AC? Oh, I think it's a number of them. 
Oh, they, they hardly any of them do. Yeah, they, they, you they, got too hung up on the bathroom thing. Yeah, like, I, I get all, over the AC stuff. All of them are hot as all get out. Yeah, like, I, I, like the being hot, like I, I can get over that. Text from CBS coverage of the Ravens game was not very good first half. No explanation as to why uh, Odell Beckham got no looks, virtually no analysis of what was happening downfield, and the Ravens passing game just seemed like Romo was his game. Look, I had to say, like I kind of agree with that. Like Tony Romo, like nails it in now. Like he got yeah. his big check and his big contract. He's just like, well, Jim, wow. They like, suck. This, is a, this, is a, this is a, that's not very good, Jim. Hey, Jim. Uh, he says Jim way too much. That's one of the, uh, Greg Olson, much better. Mm-hmm. Much better project. I really like listening to Greg Olson. He's really, really good. Sometimes I think he takes it a little too seriously, but I'd rather have that than Tony Romo just blow everything off. Exactly. Yeah, so there we go. All right, let's take our final break um, uh, of the show. When we come back, some Louisville Bart Torvik numbers and then some football stuff. Uh, where does uh, Coach Stoops rank in the SEC power rankings? And did they hit a gold uh, receiver? Uh, that more here on the roundtable ESP 680-1057. taking care of your family isn't always easy so we make sure getting care when you need it is with baptist health urgent and virtual care we bring you more options and greater convenience too with video visits available 24 7 and online check-in through my chart for in-person visits to check in online or to set up a video visit go to baptisthealth.com care anywhere When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. And it's hard to win on the road. It's tough to win on the road um, in college basketball. It's a win on the road is difficult. You know, you get a road win in this league, it's like sex, man. There's very few things in the world better. Just a fact in college basketball, more teams win at home than on the road. It's not easy to win on the road in college basketball. You're listening to the Round Table with Round Daddy. Now here's Round Daddy, James Strebel. You hear that, Lachlan McClain? It's not easy to win on the road. Hey, we have additional programming here on ESPN Louisville High School Hour presented by the Cutter Group. 6 p.m. on ESPN 680-1057, then Louisville Sports Live over there on 93.9 The Ville. That's at 7 p.m. Saturday, Victory Formation Sports Show with Jeff Lightsey, James Black, 10 to 11 a.m. on 93.9 The Ville. And then Sunday, the Sunday morning hangover with Phil Baker, Nick Curran, and Zach Cantrell. So thanks, everybody, for that. 437-9680-UPS-JOBS text line. Okay, so apparently there's these, these, these Bart Torvik numbers, okay, uh, that tells you the, like, they rate you for the game. Like, whatever your rating is, okay? And Louisville has these Bart Torvik numbers. <laughs> like, rate, right? It's like rating your performance, okay? And the rate goes from the scales from 1 to 100. Now, they've had some good ratings, okay? Like against Miami, they, they ranked the 92. Okay, against let's see here against I'm Texas. Assuming, I'm assuming out of 100. Out of 100, yes. Yeah, so okay. The scales one to 100. Okay, so against Miami they got a 92. Against Texas an 83. Okay, so so okay. Uh, <laughs> so we can't win. <laughs> so do you, do you want to know what their Bart Torvik number was Saturday against Virginia? Yes, Again, I, okay, scale one that? to 100. Okay, you take a guess. Scale of one to 100. I'm going to go 43. 43. James, do you have a guess? Yeah, 13. 13. Their Bart Torvik number against UVA was 
Three. <laughs> no. Yes. They, no. They scored a three. So here are their lowest scores. Against Virginia, three. Arkansas State, 11. Against DePaul, nine. Chattanooga, 13. Uh, let's see here. But those, yeah, those are the lowest ones. But yeah, they scored single digits twice. They scored, scored single digits against DePaul and Virginia. But they scored a three on Saturday against Virginia. So that's 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 kind of that's kind of how that's going right now. Uh, what am I? Get? Oh, oh, okay, never mind. Got to skip over that. But that was a, a tweet that I saw. If you go over that, all right. So that, I just I just want to bring it to your attention now, Max. Uh, we'll do a little football here to end the show. So the the good folks over at Saturdays Down South, they always do like a tier ranking system in college football. Yes, and they are in the SEC. Sorry, but the first thing they want to say is the king has left the building. Uh, that's in, in reference to Nick Saban. Long live his lieutenant. Okay, so the this is the championship elite coaches. Okay. So championship elite coaches number one Kirby Smart yep. that's that's a that's a that's a given right there. Uh, then number two Brian Kelly at LSU. What do you hmm. think? What do you think about Brian Kelly? Just off the I mean, what do you think about him? Just in general, as a, as a coach, just as a as a coach. I mean, he gets results. I guess. Yeah. Do you, would you do you, do you view him now that Nick Saban's gone as the second best coach in the SEC? No. Because this is essentially no. what this is saying. No. So you don't you don't put him up there. No. Okay. No. Right. I would have I would have bumped Steve Sarkeesian. I would have had him at two. Oh wow. Okay. Now he was low. Like he's lower than I thought. So then they have Lane Kiffin B three. One yeah one step yeah you're right one step away Lane yeah. Kiffin he's at Ole Miss at three. Steve Sarkeesian at Texas he's at four. He's under the one step away yeah. category. Um. Da, 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 uh. Kalen DeBoer. Uh, five at Alabama, so he's at the one step away category because he's unproven, but he's just in a, na- a national championship game. Right, but Alabama's a completely different beast than uh, than Washington. Okay, here's maintaining. This is tier four maintaining. Hugh Freeze at Auburn. I'm surprised he was up that high at six. Yes, I Auburn also. stunk this year. Like he didn't do too much to improve. I mean, their he stock. got them to a bowl game. He got them to a bowl game, but I don't like. No one's really terrified of Auburn or no one. At least from my perspective, it wasn't like he went out there and lit the world on fire. He got right. him back to a bowl game. Fine, but he's at number six. Was still maintaining. Then you have Josh Heupel at Tennessee at seven. Like I, I'm surprised he was below Hugh Freeze. Eight, Brent Venables in Oklahoma. I'm surprised he's down at eight, honestly. I'd put him in that one-step-away category because Oklahoma was really good. Uh, were they? Yeah, I'll be, I, they beat Texas. I mean, it was a good win, they but, a then, good, they, but then they dropped the ball like multiple times in the season as They well. did. No, no that's, that's fair enough. But eight, I thought eight's a little bit. Okay, they were bad the year before, so we'll we'll move on. Uh, Eli Drinkwitz at nine at Missouri. Good. The, I'm sorry. Mike, have y'all got to Elko yet? I, I walked out. He's number 10. Number 10, Elko A&M. Great value brand Stoops. Great. And then at 11, <laughs> Stoops is the last on, on this list at 11. Here's what it says about Mark Stoops. The now. There's no doubt 2023 was significant. This was a significant disappointment for Kentucky. Kentucky had its best team in years, an experienced transfer QB in Devin Leary, and lost six of eight to finish the season. 
That's back-to-back seven and six seasons at UK, and both teams underachieved. Stoops raised the bar Lexington, and now he has to deal with the bear he created. The future. As strange as it sounds, this is the lowest level at Kentucky since 2025, the early stages of the Stoops build-out. UK added former five-star QB and Georgia backup Brock Vandegrift, and Stoops again added critical pieces in the portal. Can they assimilate with the current roster and play to the potential this time around? So Stoops is one step away from being in tier five now or never that is with sam Pittman, who's in a is coaching for his job this season shane beamer who actually may be coaching for his job as well this season billy napier definitely coaching for his job this season jeff levy at mississippi state we'll see it's his first season there and then uh bringing up the rear number 16 clark lee at vanderbilt so just out of curiosity max it it, it Stoops has been a golden boy at Kentucky, nationally speaking. Yes. Because of the narrative. And it's true. He, he made Kentucky into something they've never been, a contender, a perennial bowl team, beating Florida, all these things. But kind of like John Calipari, he got the benefit of the doubt for a couple seasons. Yes. And now it's back to what you've been saying. Okay, show me. Is the first time in a long time we are at show me level with Mark Stoops, even with the media. The media loves Stoops. They're saying show me to Mark Stoops right now. They, they are. And I'm honestly I'm honestly shocked that they didn't put him in that now or never. I still think it needs to be maintaining. I mm-hmm. think I think his well, he's, I, he's still at maintaining. He's, he's one step away he's from, one step away from, from now or never. I was shocked that they were not going to do now or never mm-hmm. over the whole A&M thing. I think he should be over Elko because, okay, Elko had one really good season at Duke. Yep. Okay, in the I'm ACC. Okay. That's cool, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, would even, I would even say... Drinkwitz just had an amazing year. Caught lightning in a bottle for this season. Before that, he's been a loser. Exactly. Yeah. He's been a loser and a dork his whole time here. <laughs> Even when beating Ohio State in a New Year's Six game, he found a way to be a loser and a dork. He found a way to nerd it up. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. Um, he found a way to be cringe. <laughs> I would have put Stoops at 10 or 9. I think that's. I think that would be a fair assessment. Yeah. But you're, you're absolutely right. I mean... Everything that you've said about Stoops up to this moment of what he's been able to build at Kentucky, he has earned 100%. Yes, he has. To everything that has happened the past two seasons and what you've said about Stoops, he has earned. Yeah. This this is now a, I think officially the honeymoon phase is over. Yeah. Especially, I think it would all would have been different if you would have beaten Louisville the A&M stuff didn't come out. Yeah. Or what really happened at A&M just came out. And you would have beaten Clemson. Or you would have lost to Clemson either by two touchdowns and weren't ever really in the game. Or you beat Clemson. Yeah. I think the way you lost to Clemson left a really bad taste in everyone's mouth. I agree with you. So, I think that's fair. I think now this 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 season is beyond critical especially especially with the addition of the SEC uh, with Texas and Oklahoma and the SEC now you're getting to see like okay now you're not able to really 
hide in the East anymore. Like no. you, you're you're out in front of everyone now. Now you're going to Austin. Mm-hmm. Now you got Auburn. Now you got Ole Miss. At Ole Miss, yes, yeah. So you're not playing your you're not playing your mid majors first four or five games. No, it goes mid major South Carolina. It is it South Carolina, South Carolina, then Georgia, then game Georgia. Three. Yeah, yeah, game three. In three games, you're going to have two of your SEC teams, uh, two of your SEC games. Yeah, and you, you're going to start off the SEC one and one because they're not beating Georgia. They're, they're off the SEC one and one or one and two, right? And that you start the SEC schedule zero and two, losing to South Carolina for a third straight season. And you know Stoops likes to use those games as you know. Tune-ups. Tune-ups, yeah. Tune-ups. He's not going to have the tune-ups. Now, now, to be fair, neither will South Carolina. They're not going to have their right. tune-up schedule either. But, I mean, it's, it's, it's hit the ground running. We're ready to go. Oh, yeah. And I are friends. I, you know, I talked to him, you know. And, I mean, look, oh. last year he was enduring a lot more pressure than I'm enduring right now, right? I mean, he was getting a lot, you know, and he's having a heck of a year. And now now I'm picking his brand. Hey, man, what are you doing? What You know what I mean? What's going on? Because we don't play him next year. That makes me sad. Yeah. <laughs> he's talking about Eli Drinkwitz. You, you know that he called Eli Drinkwitz up, and he's he's turned around <laughs> in his, his, uh, his chair. He's just turning around slowly, doing the little fingertip thing like yeah. this. He's just like, well, well, well. It's just like, oh, my gosh, dude, can you just be normal? Just be normal. Don't be weird on the phone, Eli. I just asked you a couple of questions. That's all I'm doing. I'm not bending the knee to you like, oh, well, stoop. <laughs> I know something you don't know. <laughs> Oh, just shut up and just tell me how I could speed the offense up. <laughs> now, did you like when uh, did you like when he called out uh, Dan Mullen for the 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 Darth Vader mask? No, you didn't like that, that either. Was so stupid. <laughs> that was beyond. Crit- oh, you mean when he dressed up like a Jedi? After yes, yeah, he a did. Big dress, monumental yeah. win for him, <laughs> and you did. ruined it. It's like great. We were all having fun. <laughs> You ruined it. You know, he didn't even look like a cool Jedi. Bro, I'm the biggest Star Wars fan out there. You are. Like, the. No, there, there's a time and a place for that. A press conference after. I would have never, never. After the South Carolina game. After the South Carolina game in 2014. Yeah. When I talked to Dick Gabriel after the game. Yeah. Did I just go and grab my Count Dooku lightsaber out of my bag <laughs> yeah. and start going. I have good news for you, my lord. We have just beaten South Carolina. No, I didn't do that. You've got to compartmentalize your that nerdiness. nerdiness. Yeah. That's how I've been a functional nerd from elementary school on. You know your time I, and place for it. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the issue with some of these dorks. You know what I mean? They, there's times you, you there's times you can talk about the things that you're interested in, your Star Wars, Star Trek, Lord yeah. of the Rings, whatever it is. And it's it's winsome. It's funny. Exactly. It's like, Harry oh, okay. Potter. Yeah, yeah. He's a little bit of a nerd. It's fun. But after a game, dude. <laughs> you can't you just, do it. <laughs> yeah. It looks like the dark side's not with Dan Mullen. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> shut up. You know what would have been awesome if if Stoops would have beat Dan Mullen. Because Stoops isn't the tallest guy in the world. Like, what is he like? He's like, what, 5'9? Actually, yeah, I think he's, he's like because yeah, I five sta- nine. Yeah. I stood next to him and I dwarf. Well, he him. he stood next to my wife and he was like barely taller than Ash. And your wife's tall for a lady. Yeah, yeah she is. It would have been really funny 
if after they beat <laughs> they beat Dan Mullen, like Stoops got into like a, like a like an R two D two like little thing and like rolled out. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Stoops so rolls stupid. out. It's R two D two. It just rolls out onto the onto the into the press conference and just sits down and like I don't know. <laughs> like uh, Kyle yeah. Tucker asked him a question. Uh, Co- Coach Stoops, you guys are really humming on offense today. Uh, what was Liam Cohen's game plan? And well, <laughs> well, you know Kyle. Kyle, it was a lot of beep boop, beep boop, boop beep boop. No, We're getting beep boop, boop. <laughs> now that would have been a lot better. That, 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 that would have been better than Eli Drinkwitz and his, his Jedi lightsaber. All right, who, who's Texas? That's, is that Louis Rebeau? Louis Rebeau says, I talk to what? I talk to Dick Girardi. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's Dick Girardi? <laughs> I think you just got punked. Uh, did I get punked? There, there's no way that's a real name. <laughs> who's Dick Girardi? <laughs> What's going, Louis? What are you doing right now? What are, you, are you are you sabotaging the show? <laughs> All right, I have one more thing, one more story to read, and then we'll we'll read some text and get out of here. Now, good news for Kentucky. <laughs> Mark Stoops won't be dressed up like R2-D2. But they did get, apparently, uh, may have gotten the one of the uh, best wide receivers in the SEC via the transfer portal. So uh, they also, Saturdays Down South, also released a list that says, who will be the SEC's next elite transfer wide receiver? These are the top seven candidates. And obviously, you have your, you know, your usual suspects in here. You have C.J. Daniels at LSU. Uh, you have Deion Burks at Oklahoma. Matthew Golden, Texas. Uh, uh, Jeremy Bernard at Alabama, uh, Chaz Brazel or Chris Brazel the second at Tennessee, uh, Jab- uh, Jabray Barber at Texas A&M. So you know, you A&M, Tennessee, LSU, Bama. Again, you're you're you're, you're the usual suspects. Okay, Kentucky's got one too, and he was made a big deal when he signed with Kentucky, and then people just quit talking about him. That's Ja'Cory Macklin. Yeah. Uh, remember how I just mentioned that 11 FBS players had 1,000 receiving yards with double-digit touchdown grabs? Macklin was on that list. He's Jeremy Macklin's cousin. And Jeremy Macklin was, was awesome. He's a beast of the NFL. The former Mizzou wideout found a home at North Texas where he became a star receiver on the outside where he played 92% of his snaps. He'll perhaps give Kentucky more flexibility to use Dane Key and Barry and Brown in that slot. The hope is that Macklin can be a more sure-handed, steady presence at receiver to pair alongside those dynamic wideouts. So, I mean, he's going to be the he's going to be uh, uh, replacing Tavion Robinson, who had a so- Tavion Robinson. Max was one of those players that he was always solid. And he'd have like one or two games where he'd be like awesome. Yes. But he could never consistently do that. Like he was a fine, he's a good player. He's a steady Eddie. He's a, yeah, he was a steady Eddie. He, but, I liked him because he could catch the ball. Yeah, he, yeah, he's one of the few guys that actually catch the ball. It sounds like Ja'Cory Macklin can take that position to another level and give Kentucky, you know, a, another major threat there with the whiteout. So that, I mean, I was, I was surprised when I read that. But I, I do remember when he signed, it was like, oh, it's a big get for Kentucky. And this shows you because they're mentioning him along with other receivers that went to big time places national championship caliber places cool show me yeah oh yeah 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 i, I gotta I, see it i we went through this last year okay cool show me yeah yeah liam cohen look liam cohen's got he's got a lot of he's got a lot of explaining to do he's got a lot of things he's got to liam do. liam cohen right now is a jar jar binks of the staff 
he's oh he's the Jar Jar Binks. Really? Yes. Even over Wolford? No, Wolford's like Sidious. <laughs> What's no no he he would no well no that's too nerdy. I'm not going to get into that. What I, I I know I know my barriers. And this Were you going like, to go deep in the Star gonna, Wars canon? I was going to go in deep, like deep lore. Like there's a perfect character for him, but I'm not going to do You're not going to do it. I'm not going to do that. What would Brad White be? Hmm. That's a good question. Yeah, he, he doesn't have a personality, really. It, he does. He does have... It's. I would almost say almost like a Han Solo. Type. Really? Yeah. He's got swagger? He does. Really? See, I was expecting him to be like... Like he eats... Like if he eats a sandwich, it's just mayonnaise on, on bread with cheese. No, players love him. Well, I'm glad they do. I just he doesn't ever yeah. get very animated, right? Well, I'm, well, that's sometimes a good thing. No, it's a good thing. I, that is I just don't know. Like, I know Stoops has a, uh, has buttons you can push. Vince Merrill has a great personality. Liam Cohen, you kind of he's got that kind of like laid back, like bro dude personality. I just didn't know what Brad, Brad White. He's an enigma to me, Max. I, I don't know exactly what he what what he is as a person. Everybody can, else, like I can like kind of get read. Can it. we can we just get to go to UK Media Day? Us get passes for ESPN six eight. Yeah, we go can do that. There. I've been before. And then, and then go up there. It's Brad White's turn to talk, and you raise your hand. He calls on you, and you just go, "Brad White, you're an enigma to me." So, like, what are you? <laughs> what are you? What do what you like? You? What, what <laughs> do, do you do like? outside of football? Do you put mayonnaise on your sandwich? <laughs> yeah, it? it's just a cheese and mayonnaise sandwich on white bread. <laughs> All right, let's read some text before we get out of here. Texter Eli Jinkwitz. Uh, Naruto runs through their facility. I don't know who Naruto is. I think you got punked again. I may have got punked again. Texter, unless get backs to the hunger, he had early at UK. He never has a winning season again, but he can game plan without any run-heavy team in a bend-don't-break offense. Texter, only reason Drequist had a good year is because they stole Michigan's uh, block M. <laughs> uh, have an image here. Let's see here. Ravens total running back carries per game week one to the FC Championship. Oh, boy. 24, 21, 22, 21, 19, 24, 18, 23, 27, 16, 21, 22, 15, 30, 19, 25, 17, 31. Saturday, they ran the ball six times. Yes, James. 90 seconds. All right. Texture, thank you, Big Rig, for hating on Kelsey and Mahomes. Can't stand them. And I thought I was the only one. Oh, no, no, no. It's, Don't worry. There's there's a you whole. You are not alone. You are not alone. In that, the, the famous we'll words together. of Michael Jackson, that Michael Jackson song, You Are Not Alone. Absolutely not. Te- Texture, <laughs> James liked that. Texture, <laughs> I was thinking Han Solo for Brad White. Texture, I need Vince Marrow doing a post game interview as Lando Calrissian. <laughs> Texter, Gooby is a big nerd. He Enos. loves to hang out with Drinkwitz. <laughs> Enos, I, I would absolutely destroy him in Star Wars knowledge. You would, you would. He's Our, a poser. He is a poser. He is. He, he's, if you show up dressed up like a Jedi, you're 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 a poser, and you're doing a disservice to the rest of the Star Wars community. All right, fun show today. Thank you, Max Gobby. We'll be back tomorrow. We have Anna Trullo on the show. We'll also have Jack Grossman talking college basketball. Get you ready for that big game, Louisville Clemson. That and more here on ESPN 680 1057 The Roundtable.